Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, this is Dallas Dwight from the LA Maybe, and you're listening to the Shout It Out Loud cast with Tom and Zeus. That's right. We're back with another episode of Dorm Damage, the show where anything and everything is on the table and the table gets smashed. This week, it's a topic that we cover every once in a while, but this past week, it's gotten a lot of attention. So we're going to get into it a little bit this week, right? Zeus, what are we doing? Set list. Woohoo. Yeah. So obviously, we had uh, a lot of feedback on the episode we just did on uh, Shout Out Loudcast with D. Snyder. And the the funny thing is, of all the stuff we talked about, the the smallest little piece that we discussed took yep. off, and then yep. everybody's having this discussion about what D had mentioned. It was taken a little bit out of context. Let's be honest; he wasn't shitting on Metallica, and so we're thinking to ourselves, "Let's have that conversation now." I mean, it's something that we've always brought up about it with Kiss, and now all eyes are on. Uh, this whole D Snyder comment. And so it's, why not? Let's get into it about set list and just have a conversation. So I think what, what we were trying to do with D, we were, we were doing our kiss grievances. Yeah. Which is the obvious one, the kiss set list, which right. we always bitch about. We've been bitching about that since day one. So one mm-hmm. of the first episodes we ever did, Tom was, the uh, uh what was the set list going to be? And we're like, nope, they're going to be playing this, yep. this, this, yep. and this. And I think we hit it like 90%. So we want to get it. We wanted to talk to Dean, like, hey, what do you think of like the way Kiss was doing it? And all of a sudden, we, you know, we brought up Metallica doing that whole 40 song set list or whatever it is in two different nights. And Dean's comments, like, yeah, if you're there and how pissed are you, you don't get to hear Enter Sandman. Right. But I think what, what's come out, and I think Metallica is the wrong artist for his comment to come out with. 
Yes. Because for as many people that like, oh, I need to hear Enter Sandman. There are people like, I don't want to hear Enter Sandman because they're like Metallica purists. They're like, I don't want to hear any of that shit. I want to hear only some from the first three albums. Yep. And yeah. so Metallica, who doesn't have really radio hits, kind of similar to Kiss. They right. do have some, but nobody's clamoring for Metallica's radio hits from load to be no. played versus the classics. It's very similar to kiss forever was a hit. Hard luck woman was a hit. They're not getting played. And no one's like, Oh, kiss is fucking me. I didn't get to see here forever. And other songs that charted in the eighties, they're not playing. Although they did chart, it's just not part of the Kiss fan experience. Same thing with Metallica. So while we're saying, hey, is a band playing only greatest hits worth it? Or can should they play some deep cuts? And obviously, we're, that's what we're talking about. Let's be honest. We're not saying play the fucking Elder, Unmasked, and uh, other albums only. All deep cuts. No, we're saying throw in some deep cuts. But bands like Kiss can get away with it, we feel. Metallica can. But you're not going to go see Foreigner, Sticks, without their big hits. You're just not. They're not fucking the type that people want to throw deep cuts. Right. And that, and that's the thing. So Metallica is unique because those those two shows that they're going to do they're going to I've seen the set list they mix it up and one of the things that D said and again we're going to try to keep this general but he made a comment about set lists sometimes being like self-serving if a, if a band focuses on new material only from a new album you know or if a band plays an album in its entirety and and doesn't mix it up or or what Metallica's doing you know maybe you can't afford to go to both shows so you know what? I'm going to buy the Friday night show. Now, again, it's buyer beware. You know that when you go, you are you might not hear Master of Puppets. You might not hear Fade to Black. You might not hear One. You might not hear Enter Sandman. That's a gamble. But that's kind of a gamble for a lot of bands that you see because not every band, unless it's like something horrendous like Bruce Springsteen, who's going to play for three and a half hours and play who knows what. Those guys have crazy set lists, kind of like a band that we're going to see next week that have long, crazy set list, pull stuff out of their ass, but they stick to the hits. Yeah, see, the Stones have such a massive catalog of hits. They can rotate, but I can't see the Stones playing a one-off and not doing Satisfaction. Whereas Metallica, they're not really doing a one-off. They're right. doing two nights at a place. So right. it's almost like we're asking you to buy two tickets and you'll see 40 songs. And plus you're fat, fucking old and bald and ugly because you're a fucking metalhead. So you need two nights. You can't. We're not doing 40 songs in one night. So we'll split it up. Buy tickets for two nights. And we're not going to do a million shows. We're only doing a few. So. People can go, okay, I'm going to go to these two. And we haven't toured in a while, so then I can afford to do this. Metallica is very different. They are. They're a unique band. Yeah. And so while I think the conversation and, and discussion with D 
people hear what they want to hear and people are, are having built in biases. Immediately you got assholes are like, what the fuck? You only have one song D or three songs. Nobody fucking gives a fuck about your shit. Well, that's the problem. Rather than focus on what came out of his mouth, they're focusing on who said it. And right I, there it goes. Yeah. Through, and right there it goes through a filter with like, I don't care if that guy said the sky is blue. I don't like him. So that he's the sky isn't blue. Yeah, you don't, don't have like a him. right to because you only yeah. have two hits and Metallica is bigger than you. So then every fucking podcaster out there like us has no right to right. be talking who, about anything. Who, I don't have any hits. <laughs> who are we? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Who are you? Who are you? Reg Dunlop, coach, grab your friggin' gear. That's off subject, but anyway. But let's, but let's, so let's kind of veer, like we wanted to kind of lay the foundation for what kind of prompted this discussion. Cause we, we do talk about set lists, but a lot of times we focus on the kiss bitching. But I think the general discussion on a band putting a set list together, how they do it, how should they do it? What what's considered self serving? What's considered the smart thing? And is there a happy medium for bands to check off all those boxes? And I think me and you have been to a lot of shows together. We've also been to a lot of shows separately for bands that maybe I like and that you don't like, and vice versa. So I think I think it's an interesting conversation because I think it's going to go on forever. And of course, with the advent of the website setlist.fm, you can go and be like, oh, great. Look at what they're playing. They're playing 20 songs and 19 of them are fucking, blah, you know, it's like, all right, well, what do you expect? Hello, Pantheon podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. It's kind of like, oh, I'm going to go see this retro 80s band, Men at Work. But they're not going to play Who Can It Be Now? You're right. like, what the fuck? You're an asshole. Right. I, th- yeah. I think a band should be like, and depends on what band, right? How big, how many hits you have. Band should take their five biggest songs and be like, we have to play these. And then yep. everything else should be like, well, this is a hit. This is a hit. Okay. Well, let's substitute this hit for this hit. On this tour, let's and substitute I think, this for yeah, this, yeah. and then throw in a couple of deep cuts. Now, Dee brought up 
And I don't know because we're not Iron Maiden, big Iron Maiden fans. Iron Maiden did this tour of all deep cuts and fucking Bruce Dickinson was fighting with the crowd. Like, get up. Like, what the fuck? Like, I don't know what happened. Was he playing all fucking deep cuts or was it a whole new album? Or was he just playing stuff that weren't even like fan favorites, but not like hits? So for Kiss people out there, if someone played, if Kiss played I Stole Your Love or Mr. Speed, Kiss fans would go fucking nuts. Right. Okay. Was it something like that? I don't know. Like, I don't know what those bands were doing. Right. And I think that's the interesting discussion, too, is also who's buying tickets, right? Like who is buying? Because a lot of people buy tickets because it's it's a it's a form of it's a form of entertainment. They have a, a finite amount of entertainment dollars. Some people go to concerts. Some people go to a nice dinner, a, a movie, uh, an overnight weekend trip or something. So some people might be like, hey, you know, I like this band. Let, let, let's go grab dinner and go see this band. And then they go and the fucking band is Kiss and they're playing fucking Mr. Blackwell from The Elder. And these people are like, what the f- I don't know this song. Why am they not playing Detroit Rock City? You know, I'm, you know, kind of a bad example because Kiss plays Detroit Rock City. Plus, it also veers off into the discussion of what is a deep cut? And a deep cut to me and you is not the same as a deep cut to my son. You know what I mean? Like, who who knows Kiss, but he doesn't know it the way we do. So me and you would consider, like, the oath. For us, that's not really a deep cut. That's a hit off of The Elder. There are people out there like, I've never heard of that song in my entire life. Yeah, so the whole the whole concept of, of the whole concept of deep cut to begin with starts a whole other problem. Like for example, sometimes Metallica will play Harvester of Sorrow, okay, off of Injustice for All. To me, that's not a deep cut. Other people be like, I've never heard that song in my life. I'm so excited that they're playing this. I'll be like, well, they fucking should play it because it's one of the best songs off the album. So who's going to the concert? I I, I would not envy being a band sitting in a room together being like. Let's put our set list together. We have 18, 19, 20 songs. What do we do tonight? So there are various ways. I don't believe any band should just go out there and play deep cuts. No, no, no. It's also what kind of an artist are you? So a band like Iron Maiden doesn't, isn't the type of band or artist that I think gets straggler. If you're going Iron Maiden, you want to see Iron Maiden. It's It's not a random one. But when you go to those album-oriented bands, past stadium-type bands, you're going to go see Journey. You're going to go see, like I said, like Heart, Sticks, things like that. They're playing hits. That's what they should be playing. Maybe one or two songs, okay? Maybe from a new album or something like that. I get it. But you can't go out there and be, uh, I I don't know, Chicago and not play fucking hits. That's not the type of band. Chicago is the type of band that someone would be like, hey, Chicago's playing. Hey, I've never seen them. I know about 15, 20 of their songs. Let's right. go see them. Yep. And obviously, you're not going to know all of them because you're not a big thing, but you know the hits. So they got to be playing them. Twisted Sister, same thing. If you go see Twisted Sister, you better hear I Want to Rock and We're Not Going to Take It. Like Those songs have to be played. But if you're Metallica, if you're the Stones, there's, I would say there's a handful of songs they have to play, but they could break out fucking songs from the 80s that were hits or the 90s if they wanted to or the 70s, like whatever they want. You're not going to 
fucking cry if they didn't play Angie one night and they played It's Only Rock and Roll. Because it's a stone. They you can't, but they can, but they change it up. They'll switch some of their hits around. And that's the same thing with saying with certain among these bands. So like the problem that we've always had with Kiss is you say that, but then you'll play say yeah, and you won't replace it with song that is a kind of a hit. Like you've said, King of the Nighttime World. Right? Right. And I think that and I think that's the problem. And 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 if it also you know, you've used the Stones, which is a good example. It also matters the band itself. So I've seen Metallica a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. You know that when you go to Metallica, they're not a radio band. Okay. In the nineties, they had a couple, you know, from the load and really, you know, King Nothing until it sleeps, things like that. And they do play those, but the rest of it is like, it's like a kiss fan to, to, to a kiss fan. King of the nighttime world is, is a song that we all want to hear that they're probably never going to play it, although they did play it on certain tours. But you, when you go to Metallica, you know that because they're not a radio hit, they don't even have a greatest hits album. They don't yeah. even have they don't have they don't have a greatest hits album. But they do have popular songs. But you know, like I you know I use the example of Harvester of Sorrow or, or Blackened off of Justice or or Fight Fire with Fire off a of Ride the Light. Like if you're a Metallica, you're like that's not a deep cut. That's a fucking incredible song. I want to hear it. Metallica does that. Another band is Pearl Jam. You know that when you see Pearl Jam, you're going to see covers. You're going to see weird shit. The set list is always different, but they're going to give you Alive in Evenflow and Jeremy and Elderly Woman and all that. They You're going to get that. You're going to get but the, the five or six songs you expect, and exactly. then you have no idea. No idea. Is. Right. And I that's why I think sometimes Pearl Jam, whether you like the band or not, I think sometimes they might be the band that does it almost the best in terms of a set list because it is a complete surprise what you're going to get. Now, also, Metallica. In the past, and I've heard people say, why doesn't Kiss do this? Because it's never going to happen. Metallica and other bands, they'll go online and they'll do like a fan poll. You know, which of these 10 songs would you like us to rotate in and out of the set list? Which Metallica is famous for rotating two or three songs during their tour. And that's the point that you said. And this is what's so disingenuous and frustrating about Kiss fans is that it's not necessarily that the set list is stagnant. It's that it has say yeah in it which i like say yeah i like that song yeah but why is that in there that's a deep that is the deepest of deep cut that is a bathroom break for people yeah there are certain things that would be described as a deep cut then switch it for another deep cut if you can have one now the other aspect of it is you talked about it's like i look at pearl jam Every time they tour, I don't know what I'm going to get. I know I'm going to exactly. get five or six songs. Yep. I don't know. They're going to play Indifference. I'm like, what the fuck are they playing this song for? Right. And right. then all there, there's, there'll be a handful of songs that I'm like, I can't believe they fucking play this shitty song. Yep. And then I'm just like, what the fuck, Eddie? And he yep. annoys the fuck out of me with these song selections. And uh, well, I want to talk to you about the rainforest. Like, yep. dude, shut the fuck up and play another two songs. Well, that's a that's a future dorm damage episode. <laughs> the shut the fuck up lead singer fucking syndrome. Um, the other one. So me, Murph, and you soon, and our buddy Antalya, we're all gonna go see the Eagles. So me and Murph saw them <coughs> with Steely Dan opening. <coughs> that's why I'm yes. going. So we saw them when they did Hotel California. Now, Tom, you were gonna make it. Unfortunately, you couldn't. Yep. But so he talked about all oh, these bands that play these albums. See, Ace 
can play Ace. Here's my 78 solo album because people will go out just because you're purposely going to go see an Ace Fraley uh, concert. You're not like, oh, maybe I'll go see this guy. Who's it again? Ace Fraley. I don't know him. I'll check him out. That's not fucking happening. Ace could do a 78 solo album and then throw in a couple of Kiss songs and a couple more of his solo songs. And that yep. would be a great concert. The yep. Eagles did that when we went with Murph. So they did Hotel California. Hotel California is nine songs. Tom, do you have any idea how many other songs they played? You said In they played the like end, 25. You said they played like 25 songs or something. 32 songs 30. were played that night. Right. So they played 24 additional songs, whatever the fuck, 23 additional songs so or whatever it was. The Eagles can get away with that. Yep. Because they have fucking like 40 hits. Yep. So they play Hotel California all the way through. When it ended, they fucking did like fucking 25, 30 songs more. And they threw in about four or five Joe Wall songs. So Don Henley can have a cigarette in the back, but, and they still got it done. That was like me and Murph still say to this day, it's probably one of the best concepts I've ever fucking see. They played everything. I was just like, holy shit. I didn't even have time to my, my mind to breathe and didn't walk away going, oh, well, what the fuck? They didn't play this. You're not going to get everything that you want, but they yep. put enough in there and a few deep cuts, but it's the fucking Eagles. So they could fucking play 15 other big hits that they had. Certain so, bands that have hits, pop hits, are different than album-oriented, like, rock musicians, right. okay? They, if the Beatles ever got back together, how many people would be shooting each other in the streets over, they need to play this, no, no, no. If I don't hear Blackbird, I'm going to blow my brains out. What are you talking about? They need to play... And, you know, because they're so legendary, every deep cut is a fucking song that's been dissected a million times over. You imagine them coming up with a set list? So it's funny because as we're talking, so you, I've seen your experience with the Eagles playing Hotel California in its entirety and then more songs. I, that, I had two experiences like that. Yeah. Two bands that you can't fucking stand, which would be nightmares for you. <laughs> it was when I saw Rush. Well, he played... Hold on, you're gonna get a kick out of this. He's they played, a fucking they, they, handsome man. He's getting Rush played Rush played moving pictures in its entirety, and at the end, they sprinkled in a bunch of like quote unquote but popular I would songs. Lo- I would enjoy now, that, Tom. Yeah. Don't say that. I would enjoy no. it because the musicianship is off the charts. Now, your other favorite band, and another, but th- this is funny because these are ARC albums. Ironically, Patreon pick ARC albums. <laughs> oh, fuck. I saw. You know I, it's terrible now. I saw Queensrÿche. They did Operation Mindcrime in its entirety, and at the end, they sprinkled in hits. Now, as we're talking about this, it, it t- kind of clicked on me. That is a loophole that bands can use to play deep cuts if they advertise. Hey, Kiss is going to go out on a tour. They're going to play rock and roll over in its entirety, along with some hits from their career. You know, oh, my God, I'm going to get Take Me. I'm going to get Baby Driver. I'm, you know, And that's how they can cover that base. Same thing when you saw Hotel Cal. Never I'm, happened. Never happened. With, you know why? With, with them, it would never happen. With no, the, no, 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 no. Saying not that, because but, that. Because why? the fans would still shoot themselves. What the fuck? Rock and roll over. It needs to be dressed to kill. What the fuck? Oh, what are you okay, talking well, Kiss, about? Kiss it, fans are always a bad example. It needs to be love gun. Like, they'll still <laughs> fucking be pissed that it's but, not right. a certain album. But what? Okay. but <laughs> All right. Let's, you know what? Let's put Kiss people on a freaking island for a minute. If it was any band, like you said, Eagles, yeah. 
say Metallica does, hey, you know what? We're going to go on tour next year. We're going to play the Black Album in its entirety to celebrate the 30th anniversary of the Black Album. We're going to play the entire thing start to finish. Songs you've never heard that we've never played. And then we're going to sprinkle in a bunch of our classics. That's, if you do it in advance, if you then you know you're buying a ticket to a show where you're going to hear The Struggle Within by Metallica, which is yeah. a song that I don't know how many people want to hear, but you know that you're going to hear it. Within. And then. Right, all right, there you go. Oh, yeah. And then and then you I know, know you, that and then you know you're still gonna get Master of Puppets and Enter Sam in it. That because those two shows, that Queen's show and that Rush show, two of the best concerts I've ever seen in my life. Because you got songs that you'd never hear, then they throw in all the hits. See, Kiss should have been doing that. I agree, from dude. 2012 and I on. agree. I agree. And then, oh, we're doing uh Dynasty. Plus, we're gonna do a few songs off the new album. Plus, if they the celebrated hits. the anniv- if they celebrated the anniversaries of albums by doing that, oh, they could have done it, but they wasted 2012 yep. till yep. now with the same set list. That's yep. why we got pissed. Yep. And this is the difference. All these bands could get away with that stuff. Fortunately, a lot of the bands that we love and want to hear this music in that kind of a format, yeah, won't work because they're too fucking old and they yep. can't pull it off. Yep. But that's a great formula. Like, think about it. All the bands that the 80s and 70s and stuff that we like, fucking ain't getting their band together to do albums. Think of like a band that we love, like an album that we love, like, like Shout at the Devil, Motley Crue. We're going to celebrate the, we're going to celebrate the 40th anniversary of Shout at the Devil by playing that album in its entirety. And then we'll play a bunch of songs. Now, for me, I would love, they're going to, you'll hear Red Hot and Knock Em Dead Kid, like songs that they don't play. Cause Vince can't sing. <laughs> Who fat Vince is out of breath? Where's that Twitter handle? We haven't heard from him in a while. Yeah. Jesus Christ. And then, like, yeah, that see, but all those bands can't do it. So you're not gonna get rat like the prime rack on. We're doing out of the cell line and then greatest hits. We're right. or Dawkin. Fucking speaking of out of breath, you think Don Dawkin could sing back for the attack? Who sweaty Don Dawkins? <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, they can't do that. They're all alive. Right, right. But they right. can't be like, we're doing back for the attack and some hits. That right. would be insane. I would love that. And we all would. That, and they and they did like some sort of arena. Like maybe they could get away with it. Rats doing out of the cellar. We're doing back for the attack. And we're going to be torn with Motley Crue doing shout out the devil. Dude, that would fucking, that would be. Yeah, that's the, that would never happen because it sounds it's too good. <laughs> Stephen uh, Stephen Piercy would sound oh. like Stephen Tyler in his prime compared to the other two singers. <laughs> By the way, that's a that's a nice little quick segue. Aerosmith just opened up their uh, yeah. Peace Out tour. Dude, that set list. Oh, for me at least, I like it because they're fucking all over the map. Which is good. I give him credit. And guess what? They played a couple deep cuts. A lot of deep cuts. They played Adam's Apple, which yeah. I love that song. That is not a fucking. And I guarantee you there were people in that crowd saying you played Adam's Apple instead of playing fucking whatever. Some fucking shitty song from the 80s or whatever. You know what I yeah, mean? Like, but let's see what they do as the tour goes on. Oh, is right, this right. the set list? Knowing Aerosmith, it won't be. So maybe in six months, all of a sudden, write me a letter comes in there. Exactly. Uh, yep. You know, and Ragdoll comes out or whatever. Yep. Yep. Uh, but they're doing 90s. We're doing 80s. They're doing 70s. Yep. They're doing everything. They're I just agree. not doing 
honking for Bobo. Honking on Bobo. Whatever the fuck it is. Oh, God. Yeah. So just to circle back. Yeah. An ideal set list would always have a couple deep cuts that you that you would put in. Unfortunately, the old style, we can't really judge because these bands aren't really putting out albums that you want to see. Oh, well, they got to put three new songs in their set list because it's a new album. Because bands don't do that shit anymore. Because there's no fucking right. new albums from the bands that we go to. Yep. So it, it, it's kind of tough to see. Well, I don't know if if that's the proper way to do it. I guess my ideal, Tom, I'm going to leave you with, is a band to do regular hits, five or six songs that are their big hits, and then mix it up with smaller hits and rotate the smaller hits, and then one or two deep cuts. That's what I think they should be doing. And switch the deep cuts every once in a while. And then if the, a second thing would be a band to do an album and throw in greatest hits. But make that a once in a while tour for your band. Yeah, I think more. I think bands should get more into more. I don't want to say clearly stating what they're going to be doing because that kind of takes away some of the anticipation. But then again, on the flip side, now that you have setlist.fm, there is no anticipation. You look at it and be like, yep, this is what they played last night. And you kind of check down the box. But to me, we talked about it. I'll just kind of end with this. I think one of the best, most exciting and awesome ways to check off all these boxes and make everybody happy is to announce that you're doing an album. That you're going to tour, you're going to say Hotel California and other hits from the Eagles. And that way, you know, like, I'm going to hear Trial and Love Again, That's you know, or whatever, a song that you love that maybe you weren't sure that you'd hear, but now you know you're going to hear. And I just think that's a really good way to do it for a lot of these bands to to appease their fans. But I don't know. I don't know if these, I, I, I don't know. I think it's easier to pull in casual fans as well as diehards by just playing 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 the hits just stick to the hits and then a lot of this has to do with where we are and us talking about the music that we like that's right the music that we like is bands that are on their final legs yep so a lot of this is kind of moot yeah because it's just never gonna fucking happen but for Mm -hmm. some of you younger guys and younger listeners with the younger bands what would you like to see Yep. That's it. Well, till next time. Peace out, Girl Scout. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. 
FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.